Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am James Thomas, and this is the season finale of the Mile High Podcast. As you can see, we have a lot of people with us today. We have some guests. We have some former hosts. We've got people that are coming live all the way from uh, Donald or Rudy Giuliani's uh, press conference area at the Four Seasons. We had a lot of stuff going on, so we want to get to everybody. But first, I've got to introduce... My partner in crime, uh, the reason all of this exists, my buddy Dave. Dave, how are you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? I uh, missed all of it. And this is pretty incredible, seeing all these uh, different people who are who have been on their show, hosted shows, all that stuff. It's really cool to see. Yeah, it's really nice to have everybody in there. Uh, on, a, on a side note, Mary Beth, you can actually come on camera now because everybody else is on camera. You don't have to. We're not going to go audio live yet, but since we have there, Mary Beth is also here. I told her earlier that she had to sit off camera, and now she's uh, coming back in. Heather's here, too. Um, I'm going to introduce everybody in just a second, but Dave and I are going to talk really quick and really early about uh, some news that came out this week. Uh, because we're partially about pop culture too, we're about pop and pop culture, and that is that Warner Brothers will be releasing every single one of their movies in the year 2021 on the HBO Max service. Dave, what do you think of that? Are you excited about that? Uh, I'm, I'm neither excited nor not excited. Uh, I particularly love going to watch movies. Uh, and movie theaters, but uh, I think this is the beginning of the end of traditional movie theaters because uh, there's some big movies coming out, like uh, uh, Dune is coming out, Wonder Woman 1984 started it all. So uh, I'm real nervous about uh, uh, about the fate of theaters. So I'm not. I, it's cool that we'll be able to see the, all these movies at home um, and they're going to be free as long as you have the the subscription. But uh, I I do love going to watch a movie, especially like in IMAX, like that Dune movie was going to be pretty cool. In IMAX. There'll still be parts of that that's go that are going on and everything. Um, I think theaters will change around. I've talked to Chris about this. I believe that you will see a 30% decrease in overall theater attendance going forward. They will never return to the level they are. 70% will but the megaplexes and everything, I don't know if that's going to play out. Mm. Uh, um, and my personal feeling to throw this out there, I will always have Disney Plus because I love Disney and it belongs in everything and it has all my best memories. But I watch HBO Max way more than I watch Disney Plus. This is just what I'm going to put out there. Uh, with that, I want to introduce people because we have a lot of people on here. and This is kind of a hodgepodge show. So guys, uh, when I introduce you, I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to talk to you directly for just a moment. And uh, then that's what I want you to come off of mute and then come back, go back on mute till we address you again. We're kind of going to treat this like a news program. Uh, so I'm going to start with uh, really the way it's lined up on my screen right now. I'm going to start with the guy who is standing out of the side of the four seasons. One of the first people who helped us do the Mile High podcast 
ever from the room I'm in right now. Uh, Chris, you were there for the very first episode. We are on the season two season finale. Welcome. Mysterious Um, first episode, might I add. Of the, the mysterious first episode that no longer exists. It's it you cannot find it. it. We weren't video back then. We were purely audio, and it uh, disappeared on us. Disappeared into the ether. Chris, or do we lose you? This is going well already. All right, so we're gonna get back to Chris audio. Oh, I, oh, I got you. Okay, hey Chris. Okay, because I'm having to mute from the headset here. Yes, it, the mysterious first episode. But yeah, it's. It's been a while, it, it and it's the setup has definitely changed. But uh, yeah, new new shows, new faces. It's great, and you are a representation for Truckee Pacific in the virtual world. For those of you who don't know, I mean, Chris, we we know that you are clearly at the Four Seasons, yes, the very classy Four Seasons landscaping company. Uh, so tell, tell, tell us about what, what you're doing right now and what tools you're using to get there and what it's like. In there. Um, so basically, I was too lazy to move everything to get my lights set up and readjust the camera. So it was easier to uh, set up a virtual camera. I'm in VR chat right now, which is just a, a virtual chat room where you can make anything. So with the internet being the internet, it's very weird. But yeah, somebody made this, so... It was easier to do from in here. So right now I'm just sitting in an empty lot uh, in front of the lovely Four Seasons. I have a Zoom window up here. <laughs> While I, I'm sitting comfortably in my chair, I got coffee in hand. It, it's it's not a bad way to be. Hey, it's a, it's a pretty good representation. You probably have the best lighting of any of us here. Uh, before we introduce somebody else, and we'll come back to you for more questions. Uh, Chris, are you smoking anything particular that you want to give a shout out to? And secondly, HBO Max getting all of the uh, Warner Brothers movies. How do you feel about that? Um, right, you know, right now I'm in virtual reality, so I can't smoke and do my best approximation. Um, the HBO thing, I, I, I think it's the beginning of a trend. Uh, you and I have talked before, and we've briefly touched on uh, before. I. I it's not going to be the end of theaters. What we're going to move back to is, for better or worse, the golden age model of where you do have the distributors owning theaters. So I think we're seeing a big adjustment now. As somebody who has a giant screen, I'm glad that I'll be able to watch movies, if not day and date, within a week or two. Because I don't think everyone's going to go as far as Warner Brothers. But I, I think you'll see them out there in some form. So I like that. In theaters, it, it's going to be a premium experience. You know, now if you have your HBO Max subscription, you're going to go to the HBO Max theater for you know, stuff like a Game of Thrones right. uh, premiere or something like that. Or if you have the Disney Plus, you're going to be going to the Disney-owned theaters. So it's, I, I don't think we're seeing the end. I think we're seeing a good change. There's going to be a lot of theaters that close down. Yeah. And it won't all be niche. It won't all be niche theaters anymore. You'll you'll have a balance of it. Well, Chris, we're glad you're here. The Dirt Corner Thank is you. where you can find Chris. Uh, he streams to, live on Twitch. Uh, we, he's one of our, our, you know, he's been here since the beginning. Very exciting. Uh, next, we're gonna we're gonna hit both of the wives, not literally because <laughs> it's 2020 and it's not okay anymore. So I'm gonna start with was it uh, was it ever okay? Was it okay at some point. <laughs> it was. It's ni- in 1950. They 
I there was laws against that. You know where the rule of thumbs comes from. Come on, guys. I know you've seen Boondock Saints. Um, all right. So I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna start with Mel because she's one of the hosts, and then we'll go to Heather. Um, so Chris will go back to mute. Mel, who started oh. off this whole thing as Nancy? Uh, yeah. She died. She literally found a blonde wig to present herself as Nancy on our show and then was, <laughs> I love being a blonde so she dyed her blonde she is a co-host of the mile high podcast she is a co-host of reality bites uh love island edition and the big brother she and I did a couple things with uh being locked in love and quarantine there's a lot of fun stuff on Truckee Pacific and mile high podcast Mel Welcome to the season finale. Thank you so much for showing up two rooms down the hall from me. Well, it's ex I had no choice to be here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. It's, it's, been a, it's been a long, weird road, and I've been honored to be part of the journey. There you go. And, she, and when we do the whole, just, just so we know, we have three of the women here who host the All Women Mile High podcast show, uh, and that would be Mel, DK, and Heather. They all showed up on it. We're just missing one, uh, the other Heather, who wasn't able to make it this time, but Mel is an excellent uh, host of that All Women show, and uh, it worked out well. So my question for you before we span on, and I know I'm not letting Dave ask some questions, so sorry I'm <laughs> sidelining you, Dave. No, go for it. I'm trying to make this work efficiently. Uh, for you, tell me, the the Warner Brothers, HBO Max thing, one, are you smoking anything? And two, what do you think of Warner Brothers all going to HBO Max? Um, okay, yes, I am smoking something. Um, it's from Live Well. It's, I don't really know. Somebody else bought it for me. <laughs> um, Courtney would be so ashamed of me, right? I know it's a sativa dominant, so whatever. Thank you. Thanks for that. James, quite honestly. And um, what was the other question? <laughs> it must uh, be good read. HBO Max. Oh, yeah, the HBO thing. Um, I think it's exciting. I like theaters, but they're really expensive. And, I, you know, like Chris said, he has a big theater or a big screen. I'd be fine with, you know, like a theater room going back to that kind of setup. And you remember, like, you'd walk through, like, the parade of homes. They'd always right. have a theater room. Like, I'm fine with investing in some of that a little bit. And just going to the theater for like the big, big blockbuster visual ones. There you go. Um, someday. <laughs> Eventually, when we can go to it again. Yeah, right. no, I think it's. I but think then I want it to be like an event. Like, I, I think they should right. all start doing things like food and, you know, like, I think they should all be fun. I think it's going to be know. like, Annie, let's go to the Ooh, movies. The movies. Yeah, yeah, everybody has to dress up. Yeah. You'll, you'll show up with your top hat and, and your monocle. I'll bring my opera binoculars in an event. Finally, a use for my monocle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel, thank you so much. Dave, I'm not going to take up the whole thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you introduce Heather, and then I'm going to let you introduce Chef David and do the same thing that I've kind of done. And then we'll jump to Santori, Mary Beth, and uh, DK. So, yes. Mel, thank you so much. Dave, I'll shut up for a thank minute you. and let you take the lead. All right. Well, I uh, want to reintroduce my wife heather to the show uh she was part of the all women show as well as our hamilton 216 years later um and i asked her to be on just to kind of give her impressions of 2020 so heather welcome back to the show thank you you're welcome so you heard uh, james's questions what are you smoking which i know you're not and uh what do you think about the whole warner brothers going straight to hbo max 
So you're correct. I'm not smoking anything. Shocker. Um, but with the Warner Brothers HBO Max thing, I mean, honestly, you know, I don't care too much about movies. Um, I love HBO Max, like you, James. Um, I think it's been a great streaming service so far. And I think it is, you know, the start of a game changer. Um, I haven't gone to theaters that much in the past couple of years, so it doesn't change too much for me. Right. Um, but I think it's a good, it's a good step forward, and you know, into what everything's evolving to become. I agree completely. Right on. So now we're going to go over to one of my old friends, Mr. Chef David. Welcome back to the show, sir. Uh, hey. Are you uh, are you consuming any edibles hey, tonight? Chef David. Yes, I am. I had those taste buds gummies. I love them. Hey, Heather, I haven't seen you for like ever in a day. Oh my God, I got so happy when your face popped on my screen. Oh my God. Anyway, all right. Hi, Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Um, any uh, any thoughts on HBO Max? Any thoughts on Warner Brothers? Any thoughts just in general? I mean, I think it's the way things are going to go. Um, and I definitely think it's going to allow more options for people that can't always get out to theaters and things like that. And now with the pandemic and stuff, I really think once we get on the other side of that, there's for a while going to be either like a stigma or like a fear of people to get over. Because like, I don't know if you've ever like, walk next to somebody in the grocery store but like you both kind of like jump back we've kind of become like a culture where we're like afraid of each other so i think that that mentality and i don't know how long it's going to actually take us to you know move past that as a as a culture i really think that this is a great way for them to still get out their movie product and you know meet the need of the people you know yeah, Didn't want to get all like Dr. Phil and all deep on that, but <laughs> you know, um, I'm kind of impartial. I don't go to a whole lot of movies, but um, it, there's always that like one or two movies each year that I know they're coming out. And you're like, oh gosh, you gotta see that like on the IMAX or whatever, you know. But um, maybe for those, it'll it'll stay around, you know. Yeah. I, I think that, well, and I think that's why it has to stay around. It's still something that we like to do. Like, one of the things I discussed is, like, restaurants will still be around at the end of this because eating out, that experience can't be done at home. A lot of the theater experience can be done at home, but not the whole theater experience. Especially right. IMAX. Uh, Especially there's, IMAX. like, some movies, like, uh, Tenet, uh, my favorite movie of the year, was in IMAX, and I don't think it would be as good when the smaller screen, like, it, it was built for IMAX, and you're going to have those spectacles just like that. Well, and it's it, looking at something like the end of an Avengers Endgame, or James was with me seeing uh, South Park in the theaters. We went and saw that with my father, and I, and I remember to this day, like, it's the only time I've seen people literally rolling in the aisles with laughter. And yeah. that's, that's one of those, I, I like having my giant screen. I, I like all of that. But I, I do want to be able to ha still have the option of the theater out there, but I don't know if I, – I, I'm not going to the $3 chain anymore, but I don't know if I always feel like I want to go to something like the Alamo Draft House. And that's what I wonder. Is, is there going to be the middle option where I'm not spending 20 or 30 bucks? And that's why I'm intrigued to see hopefully these studios doing something different. 
I, Disney can buy up a theater chain and make a pretty awesome theater. Um, Chef David, we are so happy to have you on here. You're one of our favorite guests to have. You really came in at the end of this year, and that's very exciting. Uh, we hope to have you a lot more on season three. Uh, with that, I'm going to bring in all three of the last people at the same time because they all actually kind of do different shows. I have Jolene, or as I like to call her, my friend DK, is here a uh, dk go is jolene part of the santori what now program uh she is also a co-host of reality bites where we talk love island uh we did the big brother one for a little while she has also stepped in and been a guest on the mile high podcast a couple times very excited to have her here uh dk welcome Thank you. Uh, and then I'm bringing in Santori, who has worked with DK. Actually, Santori has the most professional work with DK out of any of us. She, as Jolene, did the side of his uh, Santori show uh, on the uh, Blog Talk Radio for a very long time. So we have Santori here as well. And, of course, his number one dick. She doesn't show up as much on the Santori uh, podcast, but, man, you can find her on uh, the Santori Project because she is all over the place with him. We've got Mary Beth here as well. How are the three of you guys? What is going on? What's up? Are we unmuted? No. You're unmuted. You're, you're out with us. You're, you're I was going to let DK answer first. All right, DK. So what do you think? DK and Santa Claus. I just hear myself. It's good to be back on this podcast. Can we mute that? Santa Claus has made his way onto the podcast. So DK and Santa Claus, tell us, HBO Max, uh, what do you think? Love it. Have you seen The Flight Attendant yet? Watch the first episode. Really good episode. Yes. And you know what's great about that is I'm a big Instagram person. Like, I love it. And I've been following this project for the last year, like before the pandemic when she was filming and then during the pandemic. And then so to watch it finally be seen. Plus, I love her as a person. I think she's awesome. So like, yeah, that's like, that's all I Casey Cuso, Casey Cuco, right? No, no, no. Uh, Cuoco. That's a good track. She was from uh, Big Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. she's so fun. I love her and her life. And like, she's so personal. So like. I was really excited to see, literally, I have to be honest, that's the reason why I got it, because I was like, I knew it was coming, Nat and Harley Quinn. So as far as that, I haven't explored much, but yeah. yeah. Well, the new movies coming out will make it really interesting on there. We are so glad that you showed back up. Uh, Santori, Mary Beth, what about you? What is going on as far as uh, the Santori project? What do you think about HBO? releasing all the Warner Brothers films going forward? Um, I think it's really cool. Um, we personally don't have HBO, never have, probably never will, but um, it's just not, like we're on, the, we don't even have a TV right now. Like we're on the road so much. So, um, but I think it's awesome. I think it's a good outlet for anyone that wants to watch movies, so. Can I just say something? I would rather be in your guys' position where I'm traveling and having fun rather than sitting home watching binge-watching TV shows. So we I'm are very <laughs> fortunate in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are having a good time. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're at the beach, so. We're very lucky and very blessed. Oh, yeah. That's where you definitely want to be. Great. Very great. Yeah. Right, yes. Um, we're going to take a break from the Santori Project for the holidays. 
and then kick back up in like February. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're uh, we're in Panama City now, and then we're gonna be in Orlando next week, and uh, Orlando is gonna be looking good. I have some uh, ideas for what I want to film, um, and uh, if anyone in Orlando is watching this, reviewing this, I'm coming back. Bring the noise. Be ready. Nice. Yeah, so all my friends that want to come see me, I'll be in Ale House sometime in the future and have a zinger melt. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. The the return to the Orlando Ale House, which is now a Miller's Ale House. Um, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Dave do some of his questions about 2020 here. I do want to try one thing. Um, so, Dave, I'm going to let you kind of circle all of us as far as the questions go, but I'm trying to share my screen because I need to give a shout out to someone and let's see how this works. You guys let me know what's going on with this. Can we see where it says articulated action customs? Is everybody seeing that? No, no, this never works. Every time you try it, it doesn't work. And then you, there you go. There go. Okay. You got, little, All right. got some aliens going on here. Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> this is a friend of mine, Anthony Chandler. Uh, Tony uh, is a good guy. I worked with him at Dish. We call him Dish Anthony. Uh, he makes all these figurines. He has a 3D printer. He has repeatedly tried to be a guest on our show. And I've got to be honest, it's been me dropping the ball on it. Uh, he constantly gives us a shout out. The shit he makes on this is dope as shit. So if you want some really cool characters and everything, go to Articulated Action Customs. Uh, you know, he makes little tiny couches. Like, if you do any kind of modeling and everything, this is the guy that you want to deal with. He is definitely going to be in here on uh, season three of the Mile High podcast. Uh, so, but I just want to give a shout out because he's always backed me up. And go check out that page. I would go to all the pictures, but they're dope shit. They really are dope shit. Articulated Action Customs on Facebook. That's my promotion for my homie. Um, Dave, you had some questions because this is the lost year, the year of the 2020 ending. I'm going to let you kind of take the lead on this while I get some of Courtney's things set up. So you take the lead, ask these people some questions, get the conversation going. All right. All right. Thanks for that, James. Uh, First of all, I want to give a big shout out to Lightshade. Uh, I am smoking some uh, Trueberry times bubblegum. It's a caviar joint. I decided to uh, go all out tonight for our season finale. Uh, so big shout out to Lightshade, uh, wearing my Lightshade hat. Um, so big shout out to them. Uh, I, a couple of those butt tenders over there said that they would tune in tonight. So whether they are or not, uh, that remains to be seen, but shout them out anyway. Um, so yeah, 2020, man, is it's the last year. Uh, it, it's one of those years that not only took forever, but also went by at a record pace. I mean – it was both going the fastest year and the longest year, both at the same exact time. So, so much has happened. So uh, the whole, we had live in a completely different world than, uh, than we have. So, you know, I just kind of want to go around. I'm going to start with uh, Mel and just kind of see like, you know, what are some of the lessons that you took out of this year? All right. There we go. Nothing. I'm not used to the whole formal news setting. Sorry. <laughs> you know, 2020 for me, it was like a transition. I think for everybody, there was something that they discovered about themselves or wanted to change about themselves. That's definitely what happened to me. Um, I quit my job, went blonde, and went back to college all in the same like summer. So, you know, for me, it was all about changing and figuring out what I really want to do. And, you know, taking this time that 
if you're fortunate enough to have it and you don't have other things that you have to worry about, really figuring out how you can make the world a better place because everybody's just sad and I don't, I don't want to be a part of the problem. So, you know, I'm doing what I have to do to get out of being a, a corporate boring problem in America and becoming something else. So that's really what it will be for me. Um, and it made me realize just how lucky I am that I, you know, yeah, I have to stay in the house a lot more than most, but the truth is that I'm very fortunate in, in the ways that it's affected me and how we've managed to get through it. So, yeah, new perspective. I, that's really good. And I, I really want to get David, Chef David's perspective here, because he, you know, he is a, a business owner. He runs a business that um, is built on public gatherings. So David, you know, kind of what are the lessons that you've learned? You're very adaptable. You've gone and turned your cane company into a food truck to adapt to this new world. Like, how's this, how's this been? Like, you know, how have you uh, managed to get through it? And, you know, how do you keep being, keep it motivated? Yeah, um, this has been a real doozy, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I don't really have many good things to say about 2020, Dave, but I mean, you know, um, I kind of feel like we all got punished, but we didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And like, if this were my fault, like I would be like, okay, that's cool. But like, I like, like lost my business day. Like it's bad, you know? And you know, I, 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 I want to support everybody and, and everything. But, you know, the restaurants are getting the help from the state capital and the restaurants are getting help from Congress. But like us caterers, where we fall kind of in a different category where they can get help, but then they can also be open and curbside. Well, people still aren't having wedding receptions, you know, so they at least get to have a little something. We get nothing and then no help, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit here and be like, boo-hoo, poor me, but 2020 sucks, Dave. Is there anything? It's not a poor you. Yeah, no, I, it, definitely. Yeah, uh, not at all. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are very much in your situation. We can totally relate, but I've my heart goes out to you uh, just because your whole, uh, whole company is built on people being able to get together. Um, is there any redeeming? Uh, anything redeeming from 2020 that you're able to get out of it besides being on the mile high podcast? Oh yeah, no, this has actually been like super cool. Me reconnecting with you and getting this opportunity. Honestly, it's like something to look forward to. Um, this year I, I finished up my associate's degree and got my diploma in the summer. Nice. Um, awesome. I, I won the golden ladle, uh, the chef award for best chef, uh, the third year in a row. And so, yeah, so, uh, good things have happened. I did add the food truck, but it's, you know, learning how to do that and, you know, to the point where it's profitable because, you know, I'm just still trying to figure it out. So yeah, your food truck, definitely things to be thankful for. Yeah. So the food truck was fucking awesome, dude. When we went there, the food was great. Always great. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's so cool. It's called the remix. Hit us up on remixtruck.com. And I am the owner of scratch catering services here in Denver, 13 years. And um, thanks for having me on today. And you're literally my parents' favorite chef of all time. So there you go. If I could interject, I was just going to say we have a viewer by the name of Betsy who says we love Chef David. So she's out there vouching for him. 
Uh, so if anybody has, you know, a need for a caterer, look them up. And uh, fried chicken. Right, his fried chicken and nachos. His nachos are fucking bomb too. He got my, he got real pissed off at me. Now. <laughs> he got real pissed off at me because I was like, "Man, this nacho daddy place from Las Vegas is really good." And he he took offense at it. He's, he's like, "No, my nachos are way better." So I will give you some love for your nachos, and but your fried chicken is awesome, dude. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so I want to um, hit up Mary Beth and Santori. Uh, a big part of why they are on the road right now is because they have no job. Their restaurant is, is closed and it's not going to reopen anytime soon. So, you know, give me some lessons that you've learned uh, from this year and kind of like how has, uh, how has it been since your restaurant closed? I'll go with you, Mary Beth. Um, well, I think I speak for both of us when I say we are, we work. That's what we've done since we were 15, 16. It's all we've known. Um, we're used to those, you know, 40 to 60 work weeks and, um, just that, that pace and that, that lifestyle of not having a life. Um, so it's definitely, you know, it's been a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, we've been able to, to travel and, um, you know, reconnect with family. I spent more time with some of my family than I have in several years. Um, we've seen things we've never seen. Um, we grew closer in our relationship. Um, so while there are definitely downfalls for us as well, it's been more positive than negative. And um, I kind of feel grimy saying that because we're in the middle of a pandemic but um we all take something out of you know this experience and um we've been very fortunate enough to take out a lot of good we're healthy we're happy um we have a lot to be grateful for and uh yeah i'm gonna ring yeah. it i love that i'm gonna yeah. bring it down to Heather real quick because she's like the most positive person I know uh, except for her dad her dad's like the single most positive person and she's like 1b so Heather tell me some lessons that you've learned from this year and tell me something good that happened well you know me I'm um definitely I do, actually you're like literally <laughs> 20 feet away no way um I'm definitely a glasses half full person I like to look for the good um and so you know, I, I end up seeing it everywhere. Um, but I think lessons I've learned is, you know, not really a lesson, but just how thankful I am for the, everything that we do have. You know, there's been a lot lost and a lot missed out this year um, for, for many, many people. And I just feel truly lucky for what I do have. I mean, we both have jobs that have supported us greatly this year. Um, I don't know. I, I always look on the bright side. So I see a lot of good. And that's why I love you. You balance me because I'm, you're the, you're the, I'm the glass is half empty and she's the half full. So together we're, we make a full cup of. You're a quarter cup. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's go to Jolene and then I'm going to let James take back over. Uh, Jolene, tell me some good that happened this year. Well, some good that happened this year was, definitely getting to see my mom and it was really risky, but you know what? I was extra safe and the, the, cause my mom lives in New Jersey. So I had to travel through, you know, airlines and stuff, 
but I'm just really grateful that I got to see her because I didn't think I'd get to see her and it just happened so randomly. So I'm just really happy that I got to spend some quality time with her. And the best part is nobody got sick and everything was fine. And like, you know what? I was, I have to say, like, I was worried about that because I'm like, here I am traveling, <laughs> you know, across, you know, country and, and airplane and airports to my mother who is, you know, but it all worked out. So I am so grateful. And, you know, this year, honestly, for me, hasn't been that bad. Because like, <laughs> I've had worse years, oddly enough. So I don't know. It's just... 2020 I, was a different experience I, for everybody. I was going to say 2020 is really a different... Yeah. And it's funny because I actually, if you know me, and I used to have a thing called Spiritual Corner, and we used to um, do, I used to do tower readings and I'm still into all of that, but like, I actually went to a metaphys metaphysical fair and I got a tower reading. And the first thing she said to me was, everyone's stressing out and worrying about things and you're just like right above it. Just like, doo -doo 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 -doo. nothing true has been said. Because like, honestly, this has not been my worst year ever. <laughs> that that puts for a tough year. Um, all right, I am going to jump back in. Did you? I had to step away. Did Chris get to tell you tell you what he was projecting for the future? I don't think I did. I think I skipped uh, Chris. I, why did he? He's standing in front of the four seasons for you, Chris. Chris, twenty twenty, sum it up for us. Wait. Okay, I have to make sure the mic is on. Uh, I like it. Your hand kind of goes up there, like you're about to like beatbox on your video. Uh. Thing. No, I mean, it, it, it's been different than I expected. You know, it's I, at the start of the year, was working, getting set up for school, all of that. And, yeah, with the pandemic, now, that obviously, that changed everything. And so, right now, it's kind of, you know, uh, taking care of my dad, doing school, and then... I don't know, figuring out the production stuff and, and trying to find ways to keep to, to keep busy, you know, and, and it's been good. So like others have been saying, you know, it, it's definitely been tough. There have been times where it, it's been stressful. The world's kind of crazy, but I, I think I've used the time uh, as well as one can given completely batshit insane circumstances that nobody could have foreseen, you know? And like, I, I look at small things like uh, school that I was initially going to put off back in January and and start in March. And it's one of those, I'm like, well, I, I'm going to be coming out with a degree now that I've been able to focus on completely. So it, it, it's gleaning the small stuff from that. And then going forward, it's... I, I don't know. There, there's been changes in so many different things at this point. It, it's we we're gonna have to find a new normal for everything, uh, be it the, the movies, be it the crowds, going to see family, all of that. You know, it's it'll be interesting to see. It is the most I can say about it. I, I don't know if it's gonna turn out good or bad, but it, it's going to be interesting to see. We we've, we've managed to stumble our way through everything so far yeah no we uh we definitely have so it's definitely gonna make it look uh 
a little better. And I am sharing my screen on purpose, guys, because before I ask everybody else questions real quick, we have a message from the only person who is actually the champion of James's games because she just happened to show up for one of the times where it actually matters on scores. So from Courtney Gunn, here's our message. Let's hope this works the way I think it's going to. Uh-oh, battery's getting low. No batteries. <laughs> it's going well. She's saying 2020 has been really good. I've... Oh, you can't hear her? <laughs> no. Sparkle. <laughs> I think that everyone should go to Truckee Pacific yeah. and subscribe to all of the shows. Santori, the <laughs> podcast, they're all fantastic. Well, our good friend Courtney had some messages <laughs> to send out. Um, we will put it up on our <laughs> our page so everyone can see the message. But you got to see her face. She was saying some very nice things about everyone that's on the screen right now. And uh, it's very insightful. She's, for as young as she is, she is very insightful. So I'm sure she was going to give us a lot of words of wisdom. Yeah, look for it on the My Life Podcast page. We'll put, we'll put it all together. We'll, we'll send out Courtney's messages real quick. Um, we do want to do a James's game at some point. I am going to run around and I'm going to ask everybody a question. I'd like you to keep it to under 10 words if you can. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be what, hard for some of us on here. Some some of us are long talkers. Some of us are castellas, and we talk <laughs> long. I am one of those. Um, but here's the thing: I want to know what you're most looking forward to in 2021. What's your hope for 2021? What are you looking forward to? What's your hope? Uh, I'm gonna start uh, around at the bottom. I'm gonna start at Heather. Heather, what's your hope for 2021? What are you looking forward to? You can't put me on the spot like that. Uh, I am. <laughs> you're the first one. You get all the attention. <laughs> I'm so I love attention. <laughs> um, you know, I think my hope for 2021 is just to have happiness and to find purpose, you know? Those are great those are great things to look for going into the future is happiness and purpose. Uh, chef, what about you? What are you looking what are you what are you looking forward to in 2021? Or what are you hoping for? If you're not looking forward to anything, what's your hoping? What are you hoping for? Oh, I'm looking forward to Rockies games and concerts. Mm. Like we gotta get back to this. Please, I miss my music and play ball. Come on. Yeah, back to reality. There's not the same thing of listen, I've had my parents have had Rocky season tickets since the inaugural season. I don't I, I get bored of the games and everything, but I'll tell you one thing, watching people sit there with cardboard cutouts was weird. Silent sports is weird. It's you know, it's Oh, it's even worse with football now because they put uh fake cheers. So every time the, you see the empty the stadium is empty, and then somebody scores a touchdown, and there's like this huge cheers going up, and they're like, "We see that nobody's in the stadium. We understand if it's quiet. Like you don't need to put fake crowd noise in there." Watching Friends or something, and every once in a while, there's that like fake audience <laughs> thrown in. Right? Oh my god, so awful! <laughs> like they tickled the same person so many times on that one episode of Friends. I'm like, how is that? That guy really thought that was funny. No, but it isn't. You know. No, no, that's a great thing. That's a, that's a good thing to look forward to. And hopefully we're go we, we have the structures in place to start moving to there. Uh, Mary Beth and Santori, you get double the time. You get 20 words because there's two of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put Santori on the spot. Santori, what are you either looking forward to 
or what are you hoping for for 2021? Well, I'm hoping that this this sad, terrible virus that we have disappears and goes away and never comes back ever again and do this to us. And I hope that we continue to be better to each other. Those are very nice Charles Dickinson hopes. Thank you so much. Uh, Mary Beth, what about you? What are you hoping for? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm going to be less like nice not nice um i don't know what the word i'm looking for is positive um i want yeah well yeah i mean i want him to get his passport i want us to take our travels international um and i want to keep doing what we're doing as long as we possibly can and of course i want you know everyone to be healthy and happy but um yeah i want him to get his passport i love that yeah as being a married person, that was that was so great that you threw in. You're like, you know what I hope? Is Santori gets the shit done that I told him to get done a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I've been in a relationship a long time. I know what that was. That was well played, Mary Beth. Uh, <laughs> but look, yeah, throw it in there. Yeah, no, that was it. Put it in front of his friends on camera. <laughs> get that shit the done. Internet girl, knows now. This girl wants to go out of this country with you, Santori. Get that passport. The world's now waiting for you, Santori. Right. <laughs> that is like such a woman thing to do. <laughs> for real. I mean, Did you not see me giggling? I've traveled the world by myself. You know, I've um, been traveling. Like, I sounds like you might have to, but I don't get my passport. <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, I have someone that I want to, I want to travel internationally with. Heard. And I need him to get his shit together. Yes. I'm very yes, busy. I, I love it. That Our was- international audience is going to demand it at this point. Twenty twenty one, the year Santori gets his shit together. Holidays can change things because just last podcast we were so in love. Now look at this. <laughs> I love this. I love this. <laughs> so in love. I love it with Walt Disney. Now it's like it. it's a passport. I love you. Well, like I want to snuggled in front of a fireplace. Oh, like, no. He reached around the camera at the very end. We were like, ooh, kitty girl. Remember this? Remember I this? Do, and like, but I, I want to be this. under the Eiffel Tower with him. I want to, you know, hang a lock on the lock bridge in Paris. Right. I want to, um, so again, the love is still there. I just That's need That's beautiful. To- run, yeah, run I- for your life. <laughs> no. Just no, they're better together. They are better the together. The idea of walking up the uh, top of the Eiffel Tower, because you have that option, do not take that option. <laughs> it, it's You feel accomplished and like, oh, look at me, I'm in Paris for about the first five minutes of that. Take yeah. the elevator, just as beautiful when you get to the top. Yeah. yeah I, and I've, got it. I've, I've been there, I've been to Paris, but I want to go with him. And Santori, you'd look good in a beret. International. <laughs> yeah, I think you would. Berets, berets are definitely thing. There's a Disney out there, so you can go see that. Um, DK, <laughs> why don't you tell me what are you most looking forward to in 2021, and uh, or what do you hope for 2021? I hope for peace and freedom. Oh, that was it's the really just that answer. 
Let's, uh, there you go. Vote for DK 2021. Peace and freedom. That's where she's going with. No, I guarantee she will get more votes than uh, Hollywood Tony P in the next election. I'm just saying. <laughs> he got one vote, he said. One vote. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, what about you? What are you, 2021? What are you hoping for? What are you... I'm just hoping things keep going for me the way they have been and get better for the people who've really been more impacted. Um, but I would like to make a, take a shout out to Dustin, who says that 2020 has been crazy and positive, mostly because of the fantastic group of people here. And that they, oh, Dustin is a huge fan of all the shows, especially the Santori Project and everything from Chucky Pacific and the show. Much love. Dustin, much love. Back to you. Here's to a happy 2021. Yeah. Does, I see. I don't even know this kid, but I see him all over the place, and he really is uh, very yeah. supportive of Centauri Project. So, thanks, Dustin. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. This is yeah. the, he came with Santori, and uh, he's he's been a, a good shout out for Santori. Chris, yeah. twenty twenty one. What are you looking forward to? I'm gonna go the opposite from Danielle. I I want war and oppression. Sorry for the uh, peace and understanding. Um. <laughs> Just uh, you have a two-party system. Who will you vote? <laughs> exactly. Um, less of this. Uh, Definitely less of this. I just some sense of normalcy and in politics and the world. And it it's a ways off. I want to see the first steps happening in 2021. I'll be happy with that, you know. <laughs> and just right. Even little things. I'm not. I'm not expecting miracles. Let me see the first steps in 2021. Let me go right. outside a bit more. I'll be right. happy. No, and that's that's a, that's definitely a good goal for 2021. Dave, what are you hoping for? What are you? What, where were you at on this? Hoping for, looking forward to. All right, I'm gonna kind of get a little bit of everybody's answers. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. So you know, world peace. Of course, we have to have world peace. There you go. Um, I really want Centauri to get his fucking passport and get his shit together. Right, me too now. That was that became yeah. part of my list. Uh, but most of all, dude, I am excited for all the art that's being created right now and in the year 2020 finally being realized. So all the books, the scripts, the, the songs, the paintings that are being worked on now are going to start rolling out in 2021. So I think we're going to see an explosion of art that we haven't seen in a very long time, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Can I interject no, real quick? Just go to the medium. No. Um, no. And, and with the art thing, that's one of those. It's I did this because I was too lazy to set up the lights today. That is one thing I completely agree with you. And it's been fascinating to see since quarantine started. Um, I've been to a whole bunch of gallery shows and stuff here in VR. So seeing what people are doing when we can't go out in the real world, people are doing some interesting art in here. <laughs> I've gone to some of those art exhibits. So yeah, there he's right. They, they're using the tools that they have. Um, for me on 2021, I've got to say what I'm looking, what I'm looking forward to is that there is fundamental change of everything that we've ever known to a certain degree. Even if the dial changes one degree, it's going to be different than anything they've ever known. Change I find interesting. Change is exciting. I'm looking back for normality as far as like being able to leave, but knowing that we're going out to a world that may be slightly different. And so that excites me. I know it scares a lot of people. A lot of people get scared of change. Uh, to me, let's see what it is. Let's see what the next uh, 
deck of cards deals us. Um, with that, I want to bring up a show because I know we. I want to get to the uh, James's game, and I have to set up the hangout afterwards. Um, so, but I do, do know David loves to talk about what we're watching right now, and. I'm going to have to disappear from the screen again. So I want to start this off with what I'm watching right now, or what I just watched, and I have to strongly recommend, and it is The Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit is an absolutely wonderful show on Netflix. It is entertaining. It is eight episodes long. You can begin it. You can end it. You get a complete story. If you like chess, it's a good show. If you like period pieces, it's a good show. Um... It's just a good show all around. So that is going to be my recommendation to end 2020. You know, I've also said Harley Quinn was a good thing to watch. I have to show it back to her, watch Harley Quinn on HBO Go or HBO Max. Super wonderful show. But my ending show is going to be The Queen's Gambit. Very much enjoyed it. I'm going to pass this off to Dave and get set up for James's game. I hope it works the way I think it's going to be. I'll see you guys in just a couple minutes. Right, we're going to whip around a little bit. So we're going to answer, you know, what we're kind of watching or what we're going to choose what our best show or our favorite show of 2020 was, because um, I think uh, Heather and I will definitely have the same answer about what the best show is. And there's some good shows that dropped and everybody's been watching a lot of these shows. So um, let's see, Melody, what has been your favorite show of 2020? Ooh, it's a tie between Schitt's Creek and The Crown. <laughs> There's no in between for me. <laughs> no uh, Bachelor first. Survivor. No, not my favorites of all times. Like this, The Crown. I've watched all five seasons since quarantine, and I mean, like, I recommended it to my in-laws, and they watched three seasons in like, like a weekend. And they don't do that. They're not those people usually. So it's a strong show. But Shit's Creek was hilarious, and it really cheered me up. I'm so glad I hadn't started it until March. Yeah, it was a. It, it really stuck the landing. That yeah. series finale really stuck the landing. Uh, how about you, Jolene? Favorite show that you've watched this year? Okay. So it, I have to say it's not a show that came out this year, but it's a show that I discovered this year. And it's the one that stands out, Sabrina. Who would have known? All right. So when I was – Old Sabrina or new Sabrina? New Sabrina. And I would have never expected to like it. Now, mind you, I was never going to watch this because, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is, like, you know, kid show. I remember watching it. I loved it when back in the day. But somebody at work said it's good. And, like, unless you don't <laughs> – you need to, like, not be offended by the words Satan and devil because they're, like, you know. But I love that show, and I can't wait till it comes back. And, yeah. So it's weird, though. But my movie, my movie for the year, Borat. I have to say, because you know what? That was the perfect movie for 2020. It just loved it. That's my movie. <laughs> Great success. Yes. Uh, how about you guys, Santori and Mary Beth? I, I'm sure you haven't watched a lot of stuff while you're on the road, but you know, do you have anything that sticks out? We just finished Schitt's Creek and loved it. Um, I just finished Virgin River on Netflix. Um, what else? We've been watching a lot of like holiday movies. Um, no, because stupid holiday movies like oh, was, um, no, like was, our yeah. friend that we're staying with in Panama. Right. Um, <laughs> so on Thanksgiving we watched something called Thanks Killing, and it's about like a monster turkey. And then we watched a 
a story about a monster pinata. And so we've seen like the dumber side of Netflix. And then, um, but Schitt's Creek was definitely a favorite of ours. I'm pissed that it's over. And we're mad that it's over. <laughs> yeah. I so, totally get that. I think all of us that watch Schitt's Creek, we're the same way. Like, oh, we're real I bummed. That. Like, I discovered that show this year too. And yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I had to force Heather to watch it. And she like didn't like it. But then I just started watching it. And like, if you guys want to watch it, awesome. I'm going to watch it anyway. And then they, my whole family got on board. And now they loved it. Uh, Nerd Corner, do you have anything other than Schitt's Creek? Um, I actually have not watched Shit's Creek yet. That's what? one of those I ha- I have on my backlist. I'm apparently the one person on the internet who hasn't seen it. Um, for me, it, you know, lately, just Mandalorian's really been the only... Yeah, Mandalorian's been great. The big one, yeah. Like, and I, I've been watching Lovecraft uh, Country on and off and liking that, but Mandalorian's the only one that I've just been consistently sticking with. I still haven't watched today's episode which i am disappointed that's a good one it's short it's really good though and it's but it's just been consistent it's one of those for 2020 i'm like it it, it's kind of dumb but it's it's chicken soup it's it's comfort food and and it's it's nothing more than it needs to be so yeah that that's definitely been my go-to so far all right heather you because you and i have the same answer i brought you last and what has been the best show of 2020? Well, I'm not last, am I? You haven't asked David, have you? David is gone. So, oh, he, so you are last. So um, my favorite show of the year is and Ted Lasso. The best show, Ted Lasso. It, honestly, it is just a ray of sunshine. Um, I know I said I'm a positive person and I like to look for positive things and Ted Lasso is just like a marshmallow of a person that I would just eat up if I could. Um, The whole show, it's 10 episodes long. It's just, it's perfect from start to finish. Um, And I was just telling Dave today, I don't normally rewatch shows and I am going to start rewatching it just because it just brought joy to my heart. You know, who can't, who can't use more joy in their heart? Everybody can use more joy in their heart. Um, but Ted Lasso, if you guys haven't seen it, it's worth going on Apple TV or Apple Plus or whatever the hell it's called. Um, it's only available on Apple. So uh, it's a great show. And their subscriptions went up like 75% after that show came out because it's a great, great show. Um, you know, other great shows this year, uh, Utopia on Prime, uh, High Fidelity, which if, I feel like, High Fidelity on Hulu came out like three years ago, but it literally came out at the beginning of the year. That's how long it goes or how long it's been. Uh, but High Fidelity was great. Um, real quick, we're going to go we're gonna whip right back around because I want to talk about movies. What are your favorite movies of the year? DK, favorite movies this year? This year, like I said, Borat. The 50 Borat, year. all right. There you go. I, I know you said that, but I have the memory of a goldfish that I had already forgotten by the time it came back. That's okay. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Melody, favorite movie? I can't remember any movies I've watched this year. Have I seen anything? I bet there was a high likelihood of all Disney movies. Onward, Did a new one come out? Oh, Onward was really good. I don't know. James, did we watch new movies this year? I feel like all we've watched are old movies because we've been in the house. Uh, The one with... um... Uh, I saw Knives Out this year, but I like the one with, we liked the one with Pete Davidson. Oh, oh yeah. yes, I yeah. did. I really liked that. The King of Staten Island? 
Yes. Yeah, that was great. Great movie. That made me re-pull out, like, the soundtrack was good. I had to start listening to that song again. Yeah, you're right. But clearly not enough that it stuck out. Sorry. (laughs) Heather, favorite movie this year? Best movie this year? I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know anything that we've watched this year. It all just kind of blends together. Onward, we watched uh, that movie with Charlize Theron, where she's a badass, like, superhero. That was pretty cool. Uh, The Immortal one? The Immortal, yeah. It was called uh, Old Old Guard. Guard. Is that any good? It's good. Yes. Um, how about Santori and Mary Beth? You've already had your chance, Heather. You and you've passed, so we're going on. Santori uh, and Mary Beth, any good movies? I um uh, well, the only movie that I can remember that was made this year was Borat, and I saw that and I would agree with that. It was pretty funny and summed up twenty twenty. But the best movie I've seen in twenty twenty that I've seen back in nineteen eighty four was Fast Times with Richard High. So I'm gonna say that's the best movie this year for me once again. <laughs> he gets older and the movies stay the same age. You know what I'm saying? Basically. It's a great all movie. Right, all great. right. And I've just been watching whatever's new on Netflix. I mean, I have like Disney Plus and Hulu and Netflix, and um, but I can't remember one single movie title. I like the holiday season, the one that just came yeah. out with Dan Levy and. Uh, yes, Kristen um, Stewart. We watched that and I loved it. There's a lot of good people in that. Yeah. 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 Chris, what about you? Favorite movie? Um. Well, since you reminded me of Knives Out, yeah, Knives Out. uh, Really enjoyed that. And King of Staten Island was one of those that I wasn't like a big Pete Davidson fan, but I did not have an active dislike like you did before that movie. I was just like, "Eh, he's all right. I. That to me, it was just unexpected. It, it, really enjoyable. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. There was another one. I won't say if I like the movie, but for people who are horror people out there, the Black Coat's Daughter. It was interesting. I'm still not sure if I liked it, but I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. A lot of it has been like TV or limited series. Right. But yeah, I've got more time. Can we, you can, you're like, yeah, I can watch this limited series. Yeah. Can we all agree? I don't know if we can, but can we all agree that we've all seen the Tiger King this year? No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Tiger King defines 2020. It really does. It's <laughs> the year of Tiger King. And shit's crazy. And fucking a tiger just ripped off a, a lady's arm at Carol Baskin's place. It's yes. like the whole fucking thing just came, came around. Like, Tiger King was at the beginning, and then at the end of the year, fucking Carol Baskin's, one of her tigers, oh. rips off somebody's arm. What the I hell's going on with this? Oh my gosh. He's never so going to recover financially now? from them. Huh? So where are we living now? Welcome. Right? <laughs> um, okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to try to do this James's game. It's it's kind of a group thing. I, I, I'm not exactly sure how the rules go. Um, it's I actually have to step out on this one because I have work I have to get to, but thank you all for having me on. Um, thanks, Chris. It's thanks, crazy. Man. Two years. James, Dave, you, you, you have got got a little bit of a network going here. It's awesome. That's awesome. Glad to, glad to be a small part page. of it. Uh, your page. 
Yeah, it's not always on there, but you can always find uh, older clips, twitch.tv uh, slash uh, nerd underscore corner. Um, going to try to start having more stuff up there, upgrade at the computer, so that gives me a little bit more freedom to do things with the green screen. But uh, you can find me a couple nights a week. I'm doing either Phasmophobia or Among Us in VR, which that's what we need to do is get a Among Us Malhai podcast you. calling it now. No, but do you have an do, can can the app users play on Twitch? Because I have an I have the Among Us on my app on my phone. Um, it Wait, depends on which version VR. I have. On there, so fancy. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so you can. <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitch there, and but yeah, otherwise just randomly showing up for uh, different stuff for Truckee Pacific and Mile High Podcast. But thank you all for letting me be even a small part of this and for having me on. And I hope the rest of the year treats everyone well. Excellent, Chris. Thanks for being here. Say hi to mom and dad for us. Chris Law, I, the voice of Truckee Pacific. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. All right. Those are some weird looking hands, man. <laughs> All right. So before we get going, I got to give my, some love to some of these movies that I saw. Cause okay. a lot of these movies, I know you guys have seen, but you've forgotten because this was the weirdest year of all time. Hamilton. I consider that a movie. I think that was one of the best years. Okay. Uh, movies. Uh, 1917 was an absolutely incredible world, uh, world war one movie. Um, and onward like this uh, onward was such a great pixar movie like it's one of the best pixar movies and it came out this year and it was great that is yeah no onward was a very enjoyable movie i'm looking forward to seeing soul and so, yeah uh, pretty soon i think Christmas. they moved um they moved back wandavision just because they wanted to have december for soul yeah so um all right so we're gonna try to do a james's games real quick it's kind of a group thing um Oliver is clearly playing for DK at the moment. Uh, but basically what we're going to do is I am going to attempt to show you uh, intros to shows that uh, broadcasted in 1997. So for Dave and I, our graduating year, um, and the trick of this game is you guys cannot look it up online, but you all have to decide after I show you the intro, what is that show about? So give me a, I want a summary, a quick summary, just by what they give you on the intro. All right, so let's see if I can get this done right. And then at the end of this, uh, we'll get set up so we can do the hangout afterwards, which everybody uh, look for, I'll put it, I'll put the link in the comments below after the James's game, but. DK, welcome back. Uh, basic rules of James's game. I'm going to show you an intro to a show from 1997, and you guys are all collectively going to tell me what the theme of that show was. Oh, no. This is it trivia? It's not really trivia. It's more like uh, create your own idea. You need to tell me what the theme of the show is. Everybody seeing what's yeah. on my screen? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... Just we won't be able to hear it still. Well, it's got to be some sort of medical show, some werewolf show. Oh, 
Sleepwalkers. Mm. Oh, it's, it's that's crying werewolves. Oh, look at my head. That's <laughs> got some pretty some pretty good talent in this show. Naomi Watts. <coughs> yeah, I have no idea. I'm even probably gonna be worse at this at theme that tune. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have to be right. I think we come up with our own show. What is? What yeah. do we think the show is? And I think it's what do you think a werewolf show. Is, uh, is about. Did I hear you guys say here you couldn't hear it? No, you yeah, yeah. You could? No. No. What the Nien. hell? Okay. Uh, well, well, what do you think Dreamwalkers is about? <laughs> Zombies. Werewolves. 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 No, people that sleepwalk. A science <laughs> experiment about sleepwalking that went wrong, and now they are like part human, part robot. I say, like, yes. when people fall asleep, they have like a new personality that comes out, like a personality that's like a killer or something. Like a Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Sleepwalkers yeah. is a show about people going into other people's dreams and figuring out crimes. Uh, Ooh, that's a cool point. Oh, that's interesting. That sounds yeah. Let's see if this let's see if this one works. Tell me if you get audio this time. Okay. No. No audio. No audio. Uh, guys, I don't know what goes on with the here's a weird It's okay because we you can still play? Okay. You still want to play? I mean, yeah, it makes it more fun. All right, I have a quick question. So, um, Betsy, who is watching on the show, what is the movie from the 1980s about the people who go into the dreams? Because that movie is incredible. I can't remember it. Flatliners. No, no, it's not Flatliners. That's a 90s movie, and that also is great. That's when people died. Like, they killed themselves, and then they brought them back. So there's a movie in the 80s. Um, about people who like got into other people's dreams and like altered um, their lives through their dreams. Um, so I'm asking Betsy on the comments, please answer in the comments. She'll let me know. Okay. Oh. I'll keep my eye out. <laughs> All right. Dreamwalkers or something. Dream sleepers. <laughs> Sleepwalkers. Dream sleepers. Sleep dreamers. Okay, here's the next show. Dreamscape. I knew she'd answer it. If you guys get a chance, <laughs> you got to watch Dreamscape. It is a really good movie. We're going to get an 80s movie. The Visitor. Aliens. <laughs> the Visitor. Aliens it's about it's it's aliens, okay. Anybody else want to add on to that? No. 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 <laughs> Okay, a man's wife and son become victims of an automobile accident. His faith in, Christ in Christianity begin to dwindle too. Uh, wait a minute, is that right? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> but is resurrected in time by ordinary people acting as God's agents. It had nothing to do with aliens. <laughs> it had to do with God. Wow. Um, I already don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Not interested. Thanks. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Okay, so let's go to the next show. <clears throat> it's sci-fi channel. It's got to be aliens. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. It looks like a ripoff of Men in Black almost. Yeah, like time traveling. Pod people. There's, yeah, time time people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's a movie with Time Cup with uh, Jet Li, right. and they these cops go in different times and they solve crimes. So that's it's not I'm with Jet Li, it's with Jean Claude Van Damme. Even worse. The one you're thinking about with Jet Li is the one. Oh, you're right. But I got the premise right. Just wrong actor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, he travels and he solves crimes. That's so funny because I can hear the audio on this through my through my headset. So uh, it basically explains that it's like in the year 2023, people can travel through time, but you guys can't hear it, so you have no idea. Miko. <laughs> we, get the, we get the general content. Okay, Migo is the next show. That's the title, clearly. What is Migo with Bronson Pynchon? Aliens. <laughs> yeah, actually. Eventually, if you say aliens, it'll be eventually. <laughs> oh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Remember this. They're roommates. This. They're roommates. Jonathan Lipnicki. The human brain weighs eight pounds. I know that because of fucking Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> okay, so his name was Migo? Let's find out what it says about that. Somebody said they remembered it. <laughs> Who said they remembered this? I think we said we remember Michelle Trachtenberger. I no, yeah. I remember. I remember the. I don't know. It, I kind of vaguely remember it. I mean, what do you think it was, DK? It, it's the roommates. They're two guys. They're roommates. So what it says is, <laughs> Santori, you were you were closer. Yes. After Migo, a shape-shifting alien crashes his spaceship on Earth, a family takes him in as its nanny. So it looks like a Mork and Mindy. But yeah, Alf, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. You were. You were thinking Mork and Mindy. Yeah. All right. We're Mork and Mindy. Um, I suck at this game. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> It's a Jesus show. It's a, it's a show about Satan. It's, it's like the original Good Place. <laughs> so he's like the angel that's too cool for heaven. And Jesus is going to be like, you need to learn some values. And they're going to like put him on missions. Yeah, before like, you can cross into heaven, you have to do this. He yeah. named angel. Yeah, he has got stuff to learn. So he's going to go back to earth to learn like what it's like being a human to know to help him be an angel. Yo, but I'm too cool to live in sin. I'm going to hit. <laughs> oh, DK did really good on this one, too, because a you guys are all, you guys, as a team, put it all together. A teenager is sent back to Earth as the guardian of his best friend. Oh, interesting. So, all right. Intriguing. Next show. Aliens. <laughs> you wish. It's a I'm genie show. It's a genie, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? I wish I could dance. No, no, no. Keep it? playing. Why'd you stop no, it? Wait, no, because that's not it. It's, it moved on to a separate show. Oh. So the name, all you see is a flying carpet and the word you wish. It's yeah, a it's genie about show. a witch. Yeah, some kind of witch. a genie. So you wish TV show, a genie charms and delights a stressed and divorced mother or two. So it's kind of like a, a role reversal, I dream of genie. Okay. All right. 
is this a show? Like, let's yeah. say Danny Trejo. Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines show. It's basically it's Gregory Hines. Steve Chappelle's kind of shows where it's like a skit comedy. Oh, I think this is like. It's a Gregory Hines show, so they're doing some stupid sitcom about it's, Gregory Yeah, Hines. it's some sort of Cosby ripoff, I'm thinking. He's like, yeah, he's probably like playing a congressman or something stupid like that because you're showing stuff. And congressman who can tap dance <laughs> like no other. Who can dance? Who can tap dance? So it really doesn't explain what it is. It said it aired on Friday night. Uh, let me see if I can find more premise. Okay. The series star Gregory Hines is Ben Stevenson, a publishing agent and widower raising a 12-year-old son, Maddie. So the boys are right. It turns out that it is like a Seinfeld thing. It's weird that they called it the Gregory Hines show and then you gave Gregory Hines someone else's name. <laughs> and he's, he's a world-renowned tab dancer. Does right. he actually tab dance in this show or is he like acting? Uh... No, he's just acting. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, he he he's been in movies, but you don't think of Gregory Hines as the movie star. Yeah. Okay, so the other show's already started. We've got scenes of Washington. Oh, I thought the Washington was part of the Gregory. Hines. Yeah, I thought part of it too. No. No. I say it's a. Uh... Oh man. It's just a family comedy, like sitcom. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, it, like Standard's family matters. Family that come. I think it's gonna be an hour-long drama, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I do because of how the intros playing out with the little boxes. That's more of a drama set than uh, yeah, anything right. else. Hopefully, they I give me agree. a title of a name. I would agree with with uh, James because it looks like a drama. Plus, he, he, he built to last. Good. Built to oh, last. Okay, you guys have the you have the name of the show now. Does the name of the show "Built to Last" give you anything else about before I look it up? It yep. is about a family who has who's very tight knit. They come together, but there's also a little bit of drama within yeah. the family. Well, yeah, but yeah, but I think it's done. In, I think it's a sitcom. I think they all work in the in the same kind of construction type thing or some kind of landscaping thing oh good call only because yeah the built and the last in itself on the screen uh look mechanical to me but everything else you guys said about the show i think is right let's find it built to last is an american sitcom series that no that's not what i needed hold on let me look into it uh now just for a while there it was telling me uh an overview and now they're just telling me what night it aired so <laughs> okay premise set in washington dc the series centered on royal watkins who put his career on hold to help run the family business watkins construction after his father had a mild heart attack well there played sir yep it was Good just because of the title all right i'm gonna do one more then i'm gonna call james's game we're gonna close it out and we're gonna open this up for the hangout so Let's see what the next one is. We're not going to do it to uh, Tony Danza show. Because it's just <laughs> Indy's show with Tony Danza in it. I'm Tony Danza. Doing Tony Danza stuff. They don't know things, but right. I'm cute. Right. Yeah. I may I'm sound like kind of a dodo, but I got James, a heart of gold. 
We're getting a lot of comments wanting to know what's up with these uh, fall shows of 1997 that nobody watched. Like, you know, Rob is wanting to know. And, but because what are you behind that? We get to make things up about it. And it's not our fault that the fall, show of ni- the fall TV of 1997 did not have staying power. Well, that's your real answer. Oh, is that Kevin Nealon? 1997 had terrible fall lineups. They did. This show Although can't they- be that bad if it has Kevin Nealon in it, man. He's great. It- it has Kevin Nealon. It has Richard Lewis. Okay. This show has got to be much better than we think it is. How the hell do they get them with Tony Danza? Like, Tony Danza is like the odd man out in this show. Ooh. No, 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 no. That, that's a that different show. Different. Oh, yeah. shit. I thought, I thought it was the same Tony Danza show. No. A completely <laughs> different show. It's called Hiller and Diller. We're going to move on because I don't – we're going to go to – oh, wait a minute. I don't George. know what George Leo is. Anybody have an idea what George no. and Leo are? Martha's Vineyard. It seems like a very <laughs> white people show. Oh, they're going to be funk. Yeah, or uh, I'm Darwin Greg. There you go. DK, did you Darwin. watch Darwin and Greg? Yeah, my parents watched it, so I watched it with them. It was pretty funny. Oh. I don't remember anything about it because it was so long ago. My memory. So it was like a lawyer a married show. a stripper kind of. Oh, she wasn't a stripper. She was like a hippie. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was a, a dancer of some sort. Yeah, she was something crazy. Like she was just out. not that it would matter. She not, it's, no, no one's saying that. No one's saying that. She was very flighty. That was the. It was like the odd couple, but they were they banging each other. I'll admit it. There you have it. Okay, I'm gonna look it up so we can get yeah, created by Chuck Lorre. I think that's one of his the first shows that he was showrunner, and he went on to create Two and a Half Men and Big Bang Theory. Okay, so you guys. Free-spirited Dharma, a yoga instructor and dog trainer, meets and falls for the polar opposite Greg, a Harvard-educated U.S. attorney. The feeling is mutual, and before their first date is over, they are married, much to the dismay of both sets of parents who are polar opposites. Yep. I remember that. It was fun. All right, one more, and then we'll move on. Okay. This is kind of fun. I like it. 97. Very weird. Oh. We got Tim Curry. Okay. And we got Annie Potts, it looks like. Yep, Tim Curry and Annie Potts. Let me just look at you while you play the piano. That's yeah, all you get. I think they're like high society. I think it's a high society sitcom. Tim Curry, Annie Potts, over the top. That's all you get. That interesting. I think, what is it? Yeah, I think they're a Hollywood couple. And he is clearly like a writer or a musician of some kind. And I think it's arm about candy. their lifestyle. Or the arm candy to the mix. That's spoiled brat. That'd be fun. No. Okay. All right, Santor, you have any guess? I agree with the group. All right. So, <laughs> funny enough, they are a divorce couple. Actor Simon oh. Ferguson moves into Manhattan's Metropolitan Hotel, which is ran by his ex-wife. Oh, go for it. And Tim Curry, how can that be? How can you have anything wrong with that? That is James's game for this week. Nobody's win because we all lost, and no one knows why we played it. But that's this is 2020. 2020. There's no rules for 2020. We 2020 do what we want. There are no <laughs> rules for James's games. Um, okay, with that, I'm going to go around and let everybody kind of say their uh, ending things for 2020. After I let you say your anything, I'm going to I'm going to turn off your camera. You can turn it back on because when you hear me say that we're clear, 
and then this will be where we do our hangout. So, okay. you know, tech instruction as we're going on. So Santori, since you're clearly driving down the street and it's not <laughs> safe, you're out to get your, your passport. Uh, tell us two things. <laughs> Number one, tell me you have one. I think you have one more show this season as well. And, uh, and just close out the season uh, for the My Life Podcast with you and Mary Beth. Say something to our people. All right. Mary Beth. Um, I'm trying to park. <laughs> All right. Um, basically, yeah, we got a show this Saturday. Come, or not this Saturday, but next Saturday. I'm going to be in Orlando. Um, we'll be with John and T Man and live and six feet apart. And uh, that'll be on the 12th of December. So, is that yeah, your never... finale? Huh? Yeah, it's my season finale. And uh, my, yeah, season finale for the what now? Your special, one of your special guests. You know what I'm saying? We can make that happen. Um, but yeah, and um, pretty much everyone be good at each other. Go. All right. Thank you guys, Mary Beth, Santori. We'll see you off the air. Uh, and video. All right. And then, uh, DK. Yes. DK, I know you're. You do a lot of our side shows and everything. So we'll, we'll we're gonna get back if they do Celebrity Big Brother. We're gonna do a Big Brother reality bites again. Yeah, it, that was, might actually happen. I've, I've heard it might happen. This yeah. is this was a weak season for Big Brother. Although Amazing Race has been good. I wish we would have done it about the Amazing Race. I could have talked about it every week. So. Uh, Go ahead, say your final for the season. Thank you so much for being our guest and side host every time we needed you to. Say your uh, close out the season. um, Just thanks for having me. I enjoy doing the shows and you know, I love seeing your faces even if it's just on a screen. So just thanks for giving me the opportunity to break outside of my comfort zone because you know how it is. (laughs) But um, love you guys. Love you too. We are always happy to have you. We'll see you on the hangout. And Mel, you're up. Uh, you do a lot of our shows too, so you already know we're going to promote. What's your closing message for the end of the year? Um, I just want everyone to, you know, be nice to each other, and that is it. There Happy go. 2020 end. <laughs> good, good. Happy end of 2020. Hope it goes on. We'll see you in the hangout afterwards. Thanks, Mel. And uh, Dave, it's, it's just me us, and man. you. Yeah, it's just me and you. So how did that? Uh, how did it all end out for you? What, what's your message for 2020? Do the uh, you want to do our you want to do our closeouts? You know. Well, I, I'll, I'll I'll just give a couple cents here. Um, okay. One, 2020 was a very challenging year, and like you said, you know, change is good. You know, sometimes change is good, and it's exciting. So, um, just be. Uh, you know, I just really hope that people will embrace the change because it's going to be a completely new world uh, when we emerge from our holes. Like the whole world is completely different. And when we come out, it's going to be completely changed. And so we're just going to have to embrace the change really. And that's like my only message going forward. Um, but one thing I want to reflect on of 2020, the year that was, man, I'm, you and me started this show, um, over a year ago. So, uh, we hit our one year in August and it was you, me and Chris, and we lost the fucking show. And that's how great we started. We lost our very first show. And then it was me, you and Mel, and we chatted around your table and, you know, we were just smoking weed and talking to each other. And then 
we have, we've learned how to produce a show, how to get a show better. Um, we started our season like really strong last year, last January, but I really think that our show has been able to blossom since we've been on zoom to see where we were at the beginning of our season and to where we are now. I think the pandemic has actually allowed us to be more creative. We've been able to bring in so many guests and that's why I love tonight's show. Um, Cause you saw how many people were on our show right? and we were actually missing, you know, one or two people who couldn't be on like Corny and Dr. Detroit who yep. are all part of our neighborhood. Right. And um, T-Man. T-Man. Uh, and next season we're going to have even more. And, um, you know, Tony P was like our first guest that we had and, you know, he made an appearance tonight. So, you know, we could have had it even more. So uh, we've come so far um, with our show. And I think this, uh, this break um, over the next six weeks or so is really going to, you know, allow us to reflect on what worked really well with this season, um, generate some new ideas, and then just keep getting better. Um, I think we put out a really good product and I, we're only going to keep getting better. And, you know, I couldn't have a better business party. Uh, you are so creative and you're so good at, you know, hosting and doing the James's game and stuff. And, you know, we both have so many ideas that you're a good place, a good person to balance some of my ideas. Cause I like, I like to shoot for, you know, pie in the sky and you're like, you're a little bit more grounded in reality. And then, you know, same way we do you like, you know, you know, we are a really good business partner because we, you know, we, it keep we, each other. we yeah. yeah. And we're creative. We like to be creative and yeah. uh, that's what 2020 has been for me. I've created so much stuff over because this whole year is, distilled down to what makes you happy and what makes me happy is being creative so i've written two books this year um one is has already been published i have another book coming out at the beginning of the year in january and then i'll have another one coming out soon after that um i have been able to use my time to be more creative and then you know smoking weed and talking pop culture with you know my best friends it's like you know who wouldn't want to do something like that uh, that right. is fun i love to do that and we're building a really cool show i'm getting to meet really cool people you got to meet some of my friends i got to meet some of your friends and this you know if it wasn't for this virus who knows if we would have had that platform so there is definitely right. some good that uh, came out this year and so i'm very thankful i'm i'm healthy my my sister and her whole family got covid and they were able to recover a lot of people aren't you know a lot of people are real struggling so we're very fortunate to be where we are doing fun stuff and being happy and And being healthy. able to everybody do it together. And that's, that's really the fun thing. And yeah, no, I've really enjoyed doing this for the uh, past couple of years with you. And, and we are, we're a good team and you keep us and we keep each other balanced, which is huge. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up with my end of 2020. I, I, I learned a lot this year. I agree with you. I think this has allowed us to be more creative. It allowed all of us to be kind of ourselves and do this from our own comfort level, which is really what we want to do. I want to let anybody know right now that wants to hang out in our hangout afterwards, I'm about to post the link in there uh, so you can jump in and I'm posting it. You have to go to the Truckee or to the Malai podcast. Facebook page. If you're watching on Santori, if you're watching on any other page, you have to go to the My Life Podcast Facebook page to make this link work. Um, 
really, I've enjoyed doing the show, guys. It's been so much fun. I'm looking forward to season three. I'm glad about how much our neighborhood actually spread out over this year. Um, it is, it's really exciting. I'm really glad that uh, we started doing that. With that said, I'm going to wrap this all up. Uh, let's see. Sorry, guys. And because I have it written down here. All right. We did our plugs. Check out Santori's final programming. It's going to be coming next Saturday. Uh, that'll be season finale. We will be off until January 29th. Um, there'll be plenty to watch while we're off. Dave is working on a couple new shows. Santori has this other episode. We will be putting new things on our YouTube page. YouTube is going to be a big part of our structure going forward. Uh, the, during the first week of January, you should have the uh, Santori Project trailer. I have equipment that allows me to do that now. It should be a very good trailer. Look forward to that. Um, yeah, we're going to take a break, though, and uh, go to www.truckypacific.com. You can go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us some money and help us do this show, because really, this is all on us. Santori does his thing all on his own. They, any equipment that any of us buy, we buy. You know, we have one sponsor. We've got to give a shout-out to Betsy and Paul, who have been a great sponsor to help us out. Other sponsors will help us out. If you like what you're seeing, you want to help us out, go to our Venmo page. It's at Truckee Pacific 303. That's T-R-U-C-K-E-E-P-A-C-I-F-I-C 303. And uh, that is it. Thank you guys all. If you, if, if you must go out, wear a mask. Stay safe. Social distance. Let's get through this. Let's have a better 2021. Yeah, be good to each other. Santori said it. I'm going to re say it again. Be good to each other. Be good to each other. Congratulations, teams. Okay, yep. Way to go, guys. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>